1: Most of you know already that our live show and our last show will be at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. on Friday, May 13th. I cannot wait to see y'all there. I am so excited to wrap up this amazing show in person with Natalie Lauren as our musical guest and so many other really amazing folks who are going to be sharing their stories and their growth and their self-care practices and their sisterhood on stage with me. So please get your tickets at the link in the description, and I hope to see you there. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Shizu, I am thrilled to have you back. How are you? I am great.
0: I'm so, so good and so happy to be here. It really feels like rendezvous, but also nothing has changed, but so much.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So much has changed. I mean, we haven't talked for the show in years upon years, but before we dive into that, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. Of course.
0: Um my name is Shizum, like she went to the Zoom that may people may remember that. I am originally from Vancouver, Canada. I am currently the founder of a company called Apothecary and also former founder of a company called Drink. We're based in the Virginia area and so we've had the pleasure of getting to know you for years and always bringing health and wellness to the forefront in an accessible and fun and approachable way.
1: I'm so excited because I was a big fan of drink all those many years ago, like Mm. (laughs) huge, huge drink fan. (laughs) And now to see you grow and step into this new endeavor of apothecary has just been so inspiring and beautiful to just witness. So I'd love for you to kind of give us the rundown of how you ended up here in apothecary and what you are hoping that this. I don't want to call it a brand because I know you guys are a brand, but you're really like a movement, a lifestyle. What y'all are bringing to the health and wellness space?
0: I really appreciate that. I mean, I think we are also undergoing sort of like an identity and like a rebrand right now. And so all of these conversations are so like... Eye opening and heart opening for me. I originally was working at Goldman Sachs. So I was a Wall Street trader working, you know, crazy hours from like 4 a.m. as a trader until like 10 o'clock, going drinks with brokers and salespeople. And this was in New York City and it was 2010. You don't need to know how old I am, but (laughs) (laughs) much long ago. And uh, I just got burnt out and I realized that my life calling and like resume virtues were being you know focused on but i really wasn't focusing at all on what i would call like the eulogy virtues which was you know something that like at least i hold dear and like maybe in my family of like buddhist traditions around like having death at the forefront of our minds because i think when you think about death it allows you to think more clearly about like how you want to live also. Mm -hmm. And so that contrast for me has always been sort of this inner calling and in Japanese we call it Ikigai, which means sort of like life calling. And so at a young age, I think I realized that like you kind of just know gut instinct and gutturally like what feels right and what doesn't. And I just remember after two years working there, it's like, I loved it, but time to move on. And I quote unquote traded that life for something that I felt was more congruent with sort of how I wanted to live, which was more living with curiosity, living with like putting my heart open and just learning and like being a avid sort of like learner and listener and creator was sort of what I've always dreamed of and similar to your work, Alex. But yeah. And so my first company was a, a juice brand based in DC and had the pleasure of meeting you at our first location at DuPont. I yeah. just remember like our watermelon juice with those photos. Like, yes. do you remember? Oh. Yes.
1: So I can like taste that watermelon drink. Now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just remember our like Instagram blew up and I was like, what happened? It's <laughs> like, oh my God, this amazing angel. And uh, anyhow, so that, you know, I did that for about seven years and we got acquired in 2019. And then we operated the business through 2020 during that transition. And apothecary was what I would call sort of mother nature's pharmacy. And so mother nature's pharmacy with an f meaning plants over pills and really kind of reinventing what we would imagine a pharmacy to be because we are reinventing and reconnecting the east which is like the asian heritage Mm -hmm. and so much like traditional chinese medicine japanese Kampo, indian ayurveda has been around for so long but has been suppressed on the west because of overfunded pharmaceuticals like not enough research and so we are really the first to really couple that sort of East with the West Mm -hmm. in a way that is accessible, intersecting both mental health, gut health, sleep, skin, really everything and everything in a preventative healthcare way.
1: Mm. So you're such a badass and I love it because you have gone from one life to the next, to the next. And that really is so empowering as a woman to witness. And I'm sure for other women to hear, we're often told like we have to do one thing and stick with it. But so many of us are like free flowing and creative and we have different passions. Like, even I'm a writer for a living, but I love photography and I love baking and like I love painting. I'm all of these different things. And I, I'm curious to know what you found about your purpose and about your creative calling that has shifted how you move through the world and also how you run your business. That is so
0: fascinating. And thank you so much for the kind words. I think when I was younger, I'd probably be like, no, 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 I'm not any of that. But nowadays I'm like, thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> it comes with age, right? It's like, you know what? I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> You know, I think over the years I realized I think at the first formative years of my career, given I was a trader, you have like five screens in front of you every single day. And so you like easily get to like ADD like attention, sort of like mismanaged. And I think today with digital, with Slack, with email, with freaking smoke signals, with letter, like everything and everything are people want your attention. Nowadays, I'm more focused on just like honoring and protecting my attention. And Mm. so I actually shy away too much from getting too distracted into new hobbies, new things, because I'm so tempted. And so I have to actively try to put parameters and controls so that I can really just focus on like this greater vision of Mm -hmm. what we apothecary and really be thinking of like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a one-year plan of how to get there. And so, you know, we're going to have so much to do here in terms of like country expansion, our team expansion. We've already grown to like 34 people, which is insane. And so I think as my job now in this sort of chapter is that when you've done enough things in your life in the previous chapters, in lives I think like you come to peace later because you've done it and so Mm. living that life without regrets allows I think later on to be just much more at peace with yourself and maybe a little more confident Mm -hmm. but that's still definitely a work in progress too.
1: That is so important, too, especially as you set your sights on business growth. And how does your Japanese heritage nurture apothecary and why did you want to bring or cross pollinate, if you will, the East and the West in this really, really big way?
0: I mean, it, it wasn't very clear to me, I think when we first launched, like I think it first launched was like, I just want a clean medicine was kind of like the first thing. And then as we grew, I just realized like obviously so many ingredients like reishi mushroom, astragalus root, like lion's mane, a lot of this comes from Asia. And then during COVID, I mean, quote unquote, the world was woke with like stop Asian hate and like so much suppression of even wellness and herbalism because of so much of the overfundedness in pharmaceuticals and like, it just wasn't transparent. And I realized like I had this visceral sort of turnaround in my body and my emotions and my mental around, like, we really need to use this business as a vehicle for change. Mm-hmm. And like, We really got to use the capital, the people, the story behind it to bring light and not gentrify the world that has been herbalism and wellness in the West and really put a face and like a story behind all the people that we are also sourcing from doing the work. And so the first stage, you know, cause we've only been around for two years was highlighting my parents. And so my mom is a potter. And so we've, you know, sold a bunch of her mugs online and that's caused other supply chain issues, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you know? like now, My dad, like with, as a Japanese Zen gardener, like we want to highlight his work at the store because we're calling it the garden.
1: Mm. And so
0: It's a lot of like a very close to home, but also connection to home. And I really want to bring nature back and people back to the roots of where we're from, because I think we're so disconnected yet connected.
1: What are your customers saying about how apothecary is supporting them?
0: I feel eternally grateful. What I try to do every morning is just like log in to see like our customer reviews first and foremost. And obviously we have some negative ones, but we also have, those are constructive and helpful. And we reach out to them too, to get the feedback. And then we do the work. And then on the positive side, I mean, we focus a lot on that, but we also are not putting blind eyes towards where we need work. But the good stuff is like, I mean, people are sleeping better. People are like saying they finally are getting eight to nine hours of sleep. The women are saying they have their libido back after having children for seven years. Mm. The men are saying they have erections now to have like actual like libido too. Like it goes both ways. And then people, I think on the stress side, my God, I mean, I think the world is very stressed. And so where we can support in a very natural and sort of non-toxic and addictive kind of manner, Mm -hmm. having alternative stress. And alternatives to wine, things like that, that it can really help with people on a natural, sustainable way to get to the root cause versus just treat the symptom is kind of how we are really focused on treating and helping others.
1: Mm. How are you taking care of yourself as a business owner of a new startup that is explosive and exploding? I am so excited. I also have to plug that I'm an investor in the company. So like just to see like what you're doing is amazing and Being an investor in this is only my second company that I'm an investor in, and it was very scary for me. You and I went back and forth for a while. (laughs) So I was just like, oh my God. But But, you know, it's just beautiful to be able to witness how you're growing and why you're growing. And it's also just a curiosity to me like, you work so hard. And since I've met you, you've been working so hard. How are you nurturing yourself and filling up? your cup these days. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's also a work
0: in progress. I really do tend to give more than sometimes I think I kind of fill up and like it catches up and sometimes what happens, and this is like a, I think a story that a lot of founders probably resonate with is we go, go, go until we're like really empty. And then we'll like hide away for like three or four days with no contact to the world. And then like we refill and we rejuvenate. So I tend to be one of those people that probably goes really hard for a very long time. And then I hit a wall and I'm like two or three days they shrink away. But you know, lately I'm like, I think it's again, like about protecting your space and protecting your headspace. And so this might sound a little crazy, but I wake up, you know, anywhere between four to 5 a.m. Pacific time every day to make sure that I am up and ready and, you know, have done like the journaling, the work in the morning, put on like a meditation sound, like anything to help me kind of prepare for the day to come Mm -hmm. has really helped with sort of stress and being there also for my team. Because at the end of the day you know, I need to show up for the people around me because if I don't, that is the oxygen that I literally breathe into the company. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's just the mornings are such a sacred time. I immerse myself into nature for the most part around two o'clock. Literally, I'm like outside doing mock and talks on the phone. I refuse to stay indoors between the hours of like two to six when it's like daytime and like afternoons. And so it's been a little bit of a shift, but I think like, I really wouldn't be doing anything else. I just, I feel full.
1: Yeah. Mm, I love that. I feel full. What do you want the world to know about apothecary? Um, it's a great question. I want
0: apothecary and what people to think about us to be sort of a community place. I mean, we actually just started doing these consultations and classes And we did this like dosing one-on-one class just in January and it had maybe 200 people sign up. And then in February, we just did it last week and we had 1700 people sign up. Oh, wow. Was insane to us because it literally just like exponentially has grown and the community and the people and the questions and the unanswered questions in the world right now around health and wellness Herbalism, what's good for them. Like we wanted to open up this consultation and community and service side. And so I think that if anything, people can just come and learn. You know, it's free. We don't charge for these classes. Just sign up on the website. It's one of those things that I think it's as a society, sometimes like we've kind of not stopped learning, but like we are learning the things that we want to learn and we YouTube it and we search it. But sometimes I think it's good to have like an open mind about all the things in the world. And I think something like this could open up so many people's eyes to sort of just being reconnected to nature, or even just what is Ashwagandha? Like what are these things that the people are talking about in the wellness space? But regardless, it's one of those things that we just want to make, you know, wellness more accessible. And it's free for everyone. So I think it's one of those things where that's something I would love to share with the community is learn, have the resources and make you know choices that feel right for you.
1: So as we bring this chat to a close, and it's been so nice talking with you. you. I, I like to ask the question. If you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her?
0: Oh, I would probably just let her know that everything is going to be okay. I think that this day and age has like really breeded anxiety around folks of like the unknown unknowns and the known unknowns. And so I think like that knowing those things I think it's okay to know that you are just doing the right thing take one step at a time it doesn't need to be a huge leap of faith just take one step one step one step and eventually you'll get to the place that you've always been looking for and I think it's at the end of the day everything will be all right and I tell myself that all the time especially as we get bigger and more eyeballs it's something that also keeps me up. And so I think I tell myself again and again, everything will be all right.
1: Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Girl Podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.